Hello. 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 Hey, girl. Hey, and welcome to the You Don't Love Me podcast. You don't love me. You don't love me. Oh, yeah. Do you know what? Someone wants to. Whoa. Darlings, happy belated Valentine's Day. It's a season of love. Okay, it's not really a season. It was a day and it was yesterday. Yes, <laughs> queen. Happy belated Valentine's Day, babe. Happy belated. Oh, whatever. It's still Valentine's whenever we want. Also, like, we had a great, really great Valentine's Day. So we what the did. Fuck are you talking about? Yeah, it was really good. You did really well. Oh, With your card you. box thing and the meal and the food and I'm still full and that cookie dough that you made. Ugh, it's to die for. Yes. He's a good cook. I'm not going to lie. I'm not that bad, am I? You could be better. I'm joking. I'm joking. Love you. Um, amazing. So yeah, happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. Even all the you know single people. Girl, Valentine's is about love, and it's not just love between partners. It's a love between friends, family, fucking pets, anything you want. Valentine's Day is the day that we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Saint Valentine. Really? Bedfordshire. What? I don't fucking Who's know. Who's that girl? I have no idea. Do you know what? Meow. Very good Valentine's Day. And we had a special that came out with um, Distash Magazine, didn't we? Um, from New mm. York when we recorded, when we went out there. So go to Distash Magazine, go on our Instagram, go on our Twitter, go and find it and watch us be cute. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Distash World, they did, uh, we did an interview with them, didn't we, when we were in New York and it was a lot of fun. God, I miss being that thin. What? I've gained a lot of weight since I interviewed. No, you haven't. You looked at me and, <laughs> and then said, no, you haven't. Your response should be instinctive. Okay. Look you in my eyes. Go and starve yourself, girl, and it will all work out. Look into my eyes and tell me that I am a perfect weight. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Can you look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that? Yeah, I do it every single fucking day. So why are you still going to the gym and trying to eat better? Because I just want other people to have something to aspire to when they work out. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. oh, <laughs> get lost. So yes, go and look at our Distash Magazine interview. It's sickening. Hmm. Well, I think it's all right, but I don't like listening to myself back at all. Okay, we haven't really done an introduction, have we? Oh, yeah, shit. Hello and welcome everyone to the You Not Love Me podcast. My voice broke there. Wow. Uh, yeah, the You Don't Love Me podcast. My name is Amir Dean. I am the fat one. My name is Amir. I want a new tagline now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want this, like, I'm not the blonde one anymore. I want the, something new. The problematic one or the one with a sickening body. I don't have any of them things, babe. The, I am Amir. The social media queen. The social, yeah, the social media queen. Oh my God, yes. Mm. Yes, okay. I'm Amir, the social media queen, slash king, slash prince, slash all the things inserted here. Please, mm-hmm. thank you. Crown it, bitch. I'm just saying, I feel sickening now. And yeah, this is our podcast. We're going to be talking about our lives, trials, tribulations, and why we insist on looking the way that we do. And the norovirus. Oh, yeah. Do you know what? I'm over it now. You can't say like, that. No, I'm not over it, but like, no, I'm doing yeah. this out. Do you know who else is over the norovirus? The people that, who have died. Right, okay, yeah, I could die. I don't get that. But don't like loads of people die of the flu every year. Anyway, like, so like. What on earth are you talking about? I don't about? know. I read an article. Yeah. <laughs> you literally just said, oh, I don't care about it. I'm over it now. I, didn't, I care deeply, but I don't know what to do about it. Like, I, I, should I be scared? Yes. So am I allowed out? You don't live in China, so yeah. No, but the norovirus is here now, isn't it? Yeah, but not to the same extent as as um, China. So we're good, aren't we, then? 
So just because you're good means that you. No, no, be- I do care, but I mean, like, do we, I, but like, I swear, more people die of the flu than they have the norovirus recently. Probably. So, so I think this is like some kind of cover up to cover up something. No. Like they're using it, or they're like pushing it out oh. there for racism and shit. My eyes have rolled right. Back I don't even in, fucking know. My eyes have rolled right to the back of my past. You don't even have eyes. My eyeballs right now. Oh, I don't even fucking. Well, oh. tell me about it then, girl. I don't. Oh, I can't even finish a sentence today. Okay. He's got norovirus. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Okay. <laughs> So the norovirus is something to be very much afraid of. Okay, I'm it scared. It surpassed SARS. Okay, the uh, the SARS crisis that happened in 2003. It's a virus that is um, contagious that gets passed around relatively easily. Like you know, the, it's it's like a, it's a virus basically. It's, uh, it can be passed airborne and so on and so forth. It's affected a lot of people rapidly, and it because and it's. I think the World Health Organization have already labelled it as a world um, epidemic. Wow, you really changed the tone. No, <laughs> no, but it, but you're saying it's not it's serious. An no, <laughs> you're like. Well, actually, I tell you what, that name doesn't do it for me because <laughs> I used to know a girl called girl, Nora. Didn't you just? Yeah, I used to know a girl who. Um, called Nora, who was nice. She was nice. But like my overall feelings towards her were generally, uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So whenever Norovirus came out, I was like, oh, cute. Like we may get along. Mm-hmm, I get yeah. it. I get you it. Because she's a true virus. But no, Norovirus. So, you know, I think like something like 44,000 people have been infected so far. Oh, God. We've had over a thousand deaths. I apologize, but I did read an article that someone warned about this and it was ignored. So I'm just saying. Well, yeah, I mean, the thing is... Who knows what's true and who yeah. knows what? But, yeah, I retract my previous statements. We, we, Thank we're gonna, you. I think, unfortunately, we're going to have more and more of these as time goes on. We're going to have more and more viruses. They're going to become more and more difficult to treat. Um, and even, you know, with b- bacterial infections, with the uh, misuse of uh, antibiotics and so on and so forth. You can tell that I've got a healthcare background because I just love talking about this t- type of stuff all the time. But, yeah, norovirus is really bad. I really hope they are in a you know position where they've contained it and it's on the decline because the the news keep reporting that it's on a decline but i don't think it is i, I think they I, and, and funnily enough they managed to realize that it's not on quite the decline that they thought it was because they found another way to diagnose people with norovirus and the cases have just soared you have a lot of time on your hands darling don't you i do yeah yeah wow yeah. So yeah, that was that was, I think that's been a big news story recently, the norovirus. Mm-hmm. Mm. So anyone who's been affected, our thoughts are with you, and those of you who haven't, make sure you wash your hands after going to the toilet, and uh, you know, just stay hygienic. <laughs> stay f- minty fresh, but it ain't for free. I just thought I'd get that line in there. Okay. I was really feeling it in my head. Thank you, Doctor. I don't know. Oh, I try to keep it light and fun. Okay. <laughs> Norovirus, people are dying. Fun. Someone's going to take that and edit that and take that line out <laughs> and push it out there and be like, wow, what a knobhead. And you can be like, yes. Okay. Yes, I am. <laughs> First of all, that person's going to be me. Secondly, I love how important you think you are. <laughs> like, oh, somebody's going to do this. Somebody better put it on a T-shirt. Yeah, by somebody, I mean you. Yeah, probably. Probably. So, I just want to ask, you know, mm. in most recent events yeah. in the gay world, someone has come out. Okay. You know who I'm talking about, don't you? I have been on that journey and it's been really, very really difficult. And thank wow. you everyone for your support. Are you taking the piss? I um, 
had a really great heteronormative marriage for 26 years. 27. And uh, now I'm out and it's so hard. So, Mr. Philip, Mr. Philip Schofield <laughs> has come out, mm. and so yeah. Gong, you pop off. No, okay, don't pop. I'm... You just say your different opinions. Go both sides, bitch. Okay, so I, I like to take the piss. I take the piss in a comedic way, and he I'm thinks not, it's comedic. I'm not saying that I'm funny, but I do it in a comedic way, and that's cute. So good for me. I'm fucking cute. Secondly, uh, with the whole Philip Schofield, <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you laughing? <laughs> You just went, good for me, I'm fucking cute. And you're like, shuck your little head. I need to stop swearing. Mm. That's a real issue here. Okay. Not being unsympathetic towards people dying from the norovirus. I just need to stop swearing. That's where my priorities are right now. Okay, Philip Schofield. Okay, so the thing is, there's just so many unanswered questions. And all what we've done is apologetically clapped and gone, great, good for you you have come out because the great thing to do right now is live your truth and let's just move on and act like as if everything else is fine i mean i suppose it's it's one of those things where revolution isn't clean or linear and you know we are kind of going through a sexuality revolution of sorts and there are casual casualties as a result and i personally think that her wife is a big casualty that nobody's really talking about how about that i love how you just called it her who? Philip's pronouns him and his right now. He. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't assume gender. Okay, then girl. So, yeah. Um... <laughs> I'm not girl. <laughs> okay, girl. <laughs> All right, bitch. Yes. I'm a boss ass bitch. 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 I'm a boss ass bitch. Bitch. We think we're so cute, right? We're having this. We have, we're drinking tea, and he has like a Dobby Elf mug, and I'm in some fucking Mario one. But we think we're fucking boss ass bitches, don't we? Yeah. So with Philip Schofield, okay, <clears throat> there's a few things. Yeah. This guy on the telly who mm-hmm. has got, you know, who's won this award for like 11 years running or something like that mm-hmm. on this morning, who is like the legend in this nation, some nation's sweetheart, whatever, on the this morning telly. Let's yeah. speak on some things that he's done recently, okay? Okay. So let's talk about how um, he took that selfie with Boris Johnson, I'm just saying, which is endorsing him in a way because he didn't do the same with the other leader, other party leaders. Did and let's he? talk about the fact that he was trying to um, run away from the fact that racism exists in Britain. Okay. Okay. By saying, well, no, you're wrong, basically, to someone that came on TV. Let's just talk about that. So he's, he was put into a real bad way. Mm-hmm. Okay, recently. And a lot of people have said, well, he's cancelled, which they won't really cancel him. But, you know, they've yeah. said a lot of that. Okay. Yeah. That happened. So in my eyes, I, I saw him in a negative light there. Okay. Now mm. he's come out, hasn't he? And I'm not saying, you know, things link, but um, apparently, I don't know what's true. He was he's, he was seeing someone and they threatened to out him, didn't they? And yes. it was it was a really young person, and when they there's pictures of them together <gasps> dating and stuff. I'll show you later. That this is this is completely believable, and this is what I said. I said this was going to happen, and this person when they initially met, this person was actually underage. By the way, are you being serious? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to show you. Really no young, way. and um, there's some more to it. And go out there and see for yourself. You've got to really research to find this shit, don't you? Yeah. And my is my thing is, okay then, so was someone actually gonna go to the newspapers? Did his wife actually just know all this time? I would like to hear his wife's side because the interesting thing is like she's been supportive. Girl, it's not that easy. You're no. telling me after twenty seven years of marriage, you've dropped this bomb on her and she's just all of a sudden supported you. And everyone's like, No, she has to I've heard people say, Oh, she has to support him. No, she does not have to fucking support him because that's no. her fucking heart broken out there. 
Of course. You know? Okay. And also, no, let me finish. Okay. Great, he's come out. Well done. Mm. What, let's let's just leave it at that. Why is that making the front page of everything, right? When we have people out there that are truly oppressed coming out, coming from really difficult places, I want to hear their stories. So, Philip, are you going to use your platform now to present their stories to us? Because, bitch, where's the struggle? Where's the struggle for you? Yeah, I must admit, when I saw the video of him coming out, I was a little bit upset, I suppose, because I was like, what about all the other people like you say what about all the other people that have been going through a struggle and they're uh, i don't know it's just difficult it really it really is difficult because you've got a guy uh, my belief system is that you are born gay so technically you've got a guy who was born gay who decided to live a heteronormative life or maybe he was you know he was somewhere else on the mckinsey scale and he can kind of dabble both ways which is fine whatever but you chose to live that life and now when it didn't suit you anymore you've decided to live your quote unquote truth which is to be with a gay guy and i i always thought to myself i said i said it i said it to you i was like in a few days in a few days you know his boyfriend or whatever or his partner will start coming out and also it's like you say um you've you've got a a privileged white male who's got a really great platform with nothing to lose he's made his family he's done that now he's off to live his life as a gay man is being applauded wildly whereas there are people who um have gone through such a difficult struggle and they just have to get on with it and and the thing is sorry just my last point is that you know the, the reason why i felt sad whilst watching it because i was like oh my story's been horrible i tried to be i tried to live honestly from day dot and did not marry a girl under um, societal pressure and, and cultural pressure and cultural pressure paid the price got kicked out and lived my truth and somehow you know i still get people who turn their noses up at me and i'm obviously not comparing myself to you know a, a celebrity but i just felt made to feel inferior you know i'm really going there i really am like um, drawing all sorts of conclusions here but there just is a little bit of a double standard and a, and a hypocrisy there is what I'm saying and I understand a lot of people listening now will disagree with us because I've seen many people that I follow post like yes work yeah. yes, welcome to community all this stuff you know and he didn't have to come out actually we're not saying he, he had to come out no one no one has to come out you get to choose whenever you want to come out yeah but yeah your your sexuality is not your choice but to marry a woman knowing you're gay, which is what he, he said he's always known he's gay. You know? Has he? Yeah, I'm sure he did. Oh, well, okay. Let's cancel that. Maybe he hasn't. But yeah. if you've always known you were gay, mm. don't marry a woman. And yeah. if you don't want to come out, don't come out. Because people said, oh, you don't want to come out then because it was such a difficult time. Well, you know what? You know what? British culture, and especially British presenters, thrive off the gay presenters. Graham Norton, Alan yeah. Carr. You know, yeah. let's, let's keep going. Paul O'Grady, mm. you know? And my issue is the fact that I really want to, this may be me nosy, you know, I want to understand how his, his wife truly feels about it, you know, because it must be really, really difficult for him. We, we, we've just sort of tossed it to one side as a she nation be. and society. Like, she, she doesn't matter. Let me finish. She mm. doesn't matter. And, you know, Philip is this golden boy and he's leading and paving the way. And he's come out and he's so brave. <laughs> Brave is a really powerful and strong word for me. I use the word brave and I associate brave when someone's overcome 
a, a real struggle against oppression mm-hmm. or something, that's really brave. And yes, okay, it's brave. Maybe it's overcome some inner demons of coming out, but it just seems like there's no struggle. Like everyone's celebrating. And I'm not saying there should be. Yeah. But it's really hard to put into words because everyone's celebrating them so hard. And a lot of people will disagree with what we're saying right now. But I hope they can garner what we're trying to get at here is the fact that he... It, the, the yeah, wasn't there. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. But people are afraid to say it because mm-hmm. everyone wants to be diplomatically correct. That is the issue with society now. Everyone is too scared to say it. Oh yeah, it's the death of like anything funny or or criticism or anything as such because people are just so afraid of uh, touching on sensitive topics. Okay, overall, I'm happy for him. Good for him for coming out. Good for you for living your truth. But let's not shy away from the fact that it's come at great consequence to the people around you. It's all a bit farcical, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, I don't know what it's that a bit of, means. Uh, it's a bit of a farce. Like, he's on the front page of everything for doing this. And I'm like... Oh, yeah. But this is what I said to you. I said he will be made Grand Marshal at every pride. Oh, yeah. And he will be in Gay Times magazine. He'll be celebrated because it'll be like, yay, great, good for you. You're living your truth. You're brilliant, blah, blah, blah. But we've always struggled with this. And we've always fought the corner of why ruin a woman's life? Why does that have to be the price to pay? Mm. That's We've always said that from our experiences. Which woman? And we know which, people. Which woman do you know that goes around saying, yeah, I want to marry a gay guy? You don't want to. Why would you want to do that? Like, I don't know. It's uh, it's just such a headache. It's uh, my my parting thought is fuck off. Do you know what we went there? And you know what? I know a lot of people celebrating him, but you know what? I think some people need to just grow some balls and say what they really feel. Yeah, yeah, and just say, do you know what, Philip Schofield? Good for you for coming out, but remember, you've ruined a lot of people's lives doing this. Wow, okay. <laughs> you really attacked him there. Yeah. If he's listening. But yeah, good for you for coming out. But I would like to uncover the experiences of the people around you as well. Mm. And also, I really want to see what you, what you use this platform for. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to see it used for good because at the end of the day, you did try to... Um, you said some stuff about race and I was not happy with that. Let's did not forget. And that was recent. Did it was he? Recent. I need to show you the interview where someone sat on his couch and they're talking about racism in Britain and he was basically saying... Oh, no. Yes. Yeah, you saw it, didn't you? Yes, and he was basically did. saying, no, that doesn't happen. Yeah. And I, was, and I was just gobsmacked. Absolutely gobsmacked. Yeah, like, I our, our Schofield, our Silver Fox did that. Yeah, I remember. I remember you were saying. That was weird. Mm, it was very weird. But guys and girls, do not, don't forget. This episode is all about love. Is it though? <laughs> It's just you and me being messed. Okay, now on to something lighter. So we've talked about Philip Schofield, Norovirus. Um, I've got a note for the Academy Awards. Do we care for the Academy Awards? No, I'm over it. Cancelled by. Okay, fine. Let's talk about us. No, I'll tell you what. The Academy Awards, right. Okay. Now, as soon as we're talking about racism, race, and like not accepting of the races, um, let's just talk about the fact that a Korean film won an Oscar. How do you feel about that? It won Best Film. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. See, I think the Oscars, although they should be inclusive, I mean, whatever, shouldn't they, like, have a focus on homegrown talent? What I'm trying to say is, shouldn't the Best Film category... I mean, if you're going to award an international film, shouldn't that 
be part of an international film category? Shouldn't the best film award only be reserved for films made um, in Hollywood? That's interesting, actually, because when you look at like, music awards from past, they've got a bit messy now. Yeah. And like the Brit Awards is about British artists yes. and like international female, yes. international um, group. And in America, it's it's the same, you know, yeah. international. And that's actually an interesting approach because we do it in music. Why not with film? Also, I did read a tweet. I haven't seen this saying that if yeah. this film was in English, it wouldn't have won. I don't know why. I just want to put that out there. Oh. Like there, there was there was a long thread about it. Oh, wow. oh, but like, I, what about the Joker? This is my point. I don't point. understand. This is my point. How can the Joker not have won best film? Like it was, oh. yeah, but our, our favorite never do. I'm emotional. Yeah, I know. They've had some right. Do you know, people just like to be artsy, but this I is feel, and I'm like, great. Do you know what? I am the queen of hindsight right now. Uh, and, and predictions but pr you know talking about my former predictions in hindsight i did say i said it's a superhero film there's no way that they're going to give it awards you did and i was like maybe this time yeah and they did give him awards i think he did one best actor i don't know but he but, deserves it oh my god of course he does oh guys if you haven't seen the joker just stop please, listening yeah just please leave. stop listening right now because you need to do god's work by watching that film honestly it's so good <laughs> But I'm over the Academy Awards, babe. I don't, I'm not really into it that much, so I'm okay. I'm good, Miley. Yeah. I'm really good. Yeah, what was Priyanka Chopra wearing? <laughs> oh, do you know, don't, because we're going to see... Oh, I'm going to see her soon when I go see Jonas Brothers in Amsterdam next week. You're going to be on the lookout for her, right? Girl, here. I cannot wait to clap in her face and say, <laughs> are you done venting? Oh, what have you, do you done for me? What have you done for Pakistanis? Do you know what? We, we, we make jokes about uh, Priyanka Chopra. We don't really mean them. We do actually we do. Like Come her, on, podcast. But she, she's... Oh, stop like, lying. You don't like her and it's okay not to. Uh, you just want to get to her so you can get to her husband <laughs> there you go i Does, said it doesn't every gay i know right what are you talking about no no I, I like her i'm just falling out of love with her right now okay because yeah she's just... i don't want to talk about her anymore okay we've fine. done that she didn't okay. deserve the airtime right now okay it's fine how did we end up we there? today is about the valentine special or whatever you want to call it <laughs> <laughs> Our love story. So, I'm going to get straight to it, bitch. Um, it, tell yeah. me, right, when, where, and why did we meet? <laughs> <laughs> why is that funny? I don't know. I, just, I'm, I feel like I'm hilarious right now. It's because of... The why? The why? Yeah. What? I'm like, well, why did we meet? And that's a funny question, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That, okay, I'm so gonna edit all of this out. No, please don't. Keep it in. Let the listeners know. Okay, okay. So we're talking about love and our relationship, yeah. right? We met um, last decade. <laughs> we met last decade. What year? Instead. We met in 2014. Well done. December of 2014. We met in November, actually. We met in November of 2014. And apparently we would have met a lot sooner had I responded to your um you know pursuits or whatever but apparently i didn't i didn't pursue you yeah you did i just messaged you on the grinder bitch you pursued everyone i was, no, trying, to keep, I was trying to keep it eloquent but no okay, whatever then. i just like hey i was like oh same name hey i just said hey and nothing you just didn't even care did you no no i left it I was like, you, just, oh, you just saw me as this hot bod but really <laughs> really that old picture that you had up i'm just saying oh <laughs> So yeah, we met through a mutual friend who's not a friend anymore. 
and um, I love how we always try to get that little pince in there. Hmm. So we met through him, and we went on a night out, and Omar was driving us into Leeds, and we had a lot of fun, drinking, dancing. Long story short, let's get that out of the way. He thought I was too much. I thought he was up his own ass. Done. Yeah. And, and um, things have never <laughs> changed. Since and then that. we, I'm sure I've told the story before. I think so. Yeah. I think we've, no, I think what it is, is we've had quite a few interviews. Yeah. And we've told the story a few times. So it just feels like we've done it. But I don't think we've done it on the podcast, but we can do a rapid yeah. version of it. And then we met again with Ahmed's um, best friend at the time, who's not a friend anymore either. Mm. God, people just hate us. Mm. We hate people. Mm. And one of my um, good friends as well. And we went out into Leeds and your friend was driving and he thought I looked really sickening and good because I did because mm-hmm. I turned it and then you were like oh he does he does look cute and then you pursued me yeah I did but you know what I, I've liked you more and more and more as the years have gone by like I love you more and more and more like I look at you now and I'm like oh my gosh you're so beautiful and then the interview with the dish oh. with, with dish dash world came out and I was like oh my man's hot <laughs> well thankfully yeah, but nothing else I, to offer and I'm well <laughs> and I'm just here does the wash up no, does he clean up? No. <laughs> does he brush up? No. No, no for he you do it's, does he wash up? Reluctantly, does he clean up? Sometimes. <laughs> Boy, does some stuff. Just be grateful. That's the remix Just of the song Just be grateful for you. that he's cute. <laughs> I dress nice. Yeah. But um, I go to the gym for you. <laughs> Shut up. I eat healthy you and i eat and stay curvy for you and we um we yeah we just we just hit it off and we started meeting up loads and going in your car and listening to music to god knows what time and getting to know each other didn't we mm, it was a lot of fun it was really like there was a good there were really, good times yeah. i remember them vividly me too yeah 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 there was a lot of fun and then we just got along with each other and um we've really gone through the graph when our, with our relationship is we've had our ups and our downs and our tough times and our good times mm. but we've really kind of like held to you know weathered the storm together we've weathered every storm that people have thrown at us for yeah. sure and i remember that our first date that surprise date that you took me on remember that yes i do uh mumtaz yeah, mumtaz in leeds one of my favorite restaurants hey, we went there recently with a friend didn't yeah, we yeah we did it was sickening oh can we go <gasps> what can we go tomorrow i don't know if we've got the time girl we're recording a lot see okay perfect. no to save money mm. okay anyway bitch you cooked and we've got so much food left yeah so so uh, we met had our first date in mumtaz in leeds it was really really nice it, it was, was gorgeous so i remember thinking about it and i was so nervous and then i took you and we were sat there cutely eating and everything that restaurant's really come up now they've uh, leveled their pussy up level up yeah they really have leveled up um but yeah they were they were really really uh great and um then yeah. I remember a few nights later, later we were out for New Year's and we were, we were a couple by then, weren't we? Yeah. But um, I, I still wanted to officially be asked out. Yeah, you and did. Back, I was like, uh, uh, uh. oh, like, no. look cute. It was not like that. <laughs> it bitch. was cute. You are not cute at all. You were practically bullying me into saying that we should go out because I was like, uh, we kind of are. And then, oh no, it was the love you thing. I think. Oh no, we said that both in our, on the same night. No, the we same didn't. night we became a couple. We yeah. said I love you. No, we did. Oh my god, you don't remember anything. So when we became an official couple, when you asked me out, that's when it happened. And, and then, then in, the Feb- like, in the February, yeah, you were like, in the January, you told me that you were. Oh, February, you told me you love me. Okay. You and then you me. were like, you were like, oh, um, yeah, why don't you ask me out? Why don't you ask me out? And I was like, okay, fine. Do you want to go out with me? I think that's what I yeah. said. 
Yeah, because I remember we were walking from Viaduct to this is to Fiber. It's like we were doing the gayest thing, like <laughs> literally walking from on gay, years from walking to gay bar to gay bar, holding hands um, and declaring our love for each other. I love it. Um, uh, and yeah, that was fun. That was a good. That was a good time. Yeah. And then we went on our first holiday together that year. And I picked the place and I picked Budapest because you used to live there and you got really emotional about it. I love Budapest. And it was like, I remember the intensity of one of my friends who's not a friend anymore. <laughs> I was like, this is it. Like, if you don't get along this holiday, it's over. And I was oh like, why God. are you making it so dramatic? We're fine, girl. <laughs> Trust me. And we were fine. Yeah, apart from the fact that I ate like no tomorrow. Me too, I drank dressed so Dressed like as if I was at least 20 pounds lighter than I actually was. And... um puked up everywhere it was really good fun though that holiday i enjoyed it and we've been to budapest a lot since then yeah i mean we're we're refined adults now and then i remember from from there we obviously all this shit happened with your family and you had to move out rapidly and you found a cute little place yeah and then a few months after it was just over a year being going out um i moved in with you yeah you did that was emotional hey so when i proposed to you i remember ages ago you were like I, I never, I'll never forget, we were sat in Wetherspoons and you had your uh, your hand on the other hand and you were like, uh, and you like kind of like gestured towards your finger. You were like, I'm ready to be proposed to whenever <laughs> you are. And I was like, okay, because I know for a fact that if I did it out of the blue, you would so not appreciate it. You'd be like, this is not organized surprise. <laughs> but at the same time, it wasn't you were organized. Like, you were like, the window of opportunity is open. <laughs> you better do something. Before it's closed. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I remember when you, oh, when you propose how did you feel when you like knew you were going to propose and stuff girl i was shaking really yeah i remember when i was driving um, because i knew the day that i was going to propose to you basically i was just waiting for the ring to come i knew exactly what i was going to do on the day and so it wasn't so much about the particular day it was just you know i was ready to propose to you kind of thing so i was nervous and then that day and i was like okay so i'm going to do this this and this for him this day I suppose I kind of knew what day it was going to be. Anyway, the ring came. So the the, the day that I proposed to you, you don't know this, but the day that I proposed to you was the day that the ring came. I, I, I could guess that because you have no patience with anything. Yeah. <laughs> and this was this was a Monday, I'm just letting you know. I had a hungover week at work. Yeah, so it was a custom ring from America because I couldn't find that ring anywhere. And I knew that you um, like black and you would appreciate a black diamond mm-hmm. much more than a, oh, yeah. than a standard shit one i'm joking <laughs> um so the ring came and it was stuck in customs then i had to drive all the way to leeds to pay the customs duty in order to get the ring why is everything with you like so dramatic and extra yeah 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 they'd like sent me a letter and everything or or, te- or an email saying you need to come and sort out anyway got the ring then it was the day after father's day that I, I proposed I, I, to you. I don't know. I don't have father. No, no. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> no, girl. Um, so it was the day after Father's Day that I proposed to you uh, in June. Or was it Mother's Day? I don't even know. I don't have a mum. No, it was Father's <laughs> Day, I believe. And there was a shortage of roses. It gen- like genuinely was a shortage of roses. Because I was going to propose to you with the ring um, and with 13 red roses. And Ooh, the, I yes, went to 13. One, yeah, because you, you, you know, you love that number. Yeah, you're, you, you are like that. Anyway, and so I went to one florist and I think she had seven. She was like, yeah, it was Father's Day yesterday. Which one of you kids are giving roses to your dad? Like, like, are you falling in love with your dads or something? You don't give red roses to a dad. He's very particular about what flowers and who you give it to. Yeah, it's like you don't give somebody a bouquet of white flowers. Okay, can unless, we talk about me again? Unless they're dead. 
you know what I mean? You totally ruined my joke there. I was going to say, you don't give somebody white flowers until they're dead. Uh-huh. Okay. And then, so I got half of the red roses from one place. And then the florist was like, I can't believe I'm doing this one. I'm going to send you to another flower shop. You need to get the rest from there because I don't have enough, but I know that they do. And then I took, I, I bought all of their flower, red roses as well. And then they made me the bouquet <laughs> together. And then I proposed to you. And you, I was, when I was driving, I was like, to pick you up from work, my knees were shaking when I was and driving. And you bought me some Salunia Bombay mix. Yeah, I did. I bought you some Bombay mix up. to shut you up. And I was like, I just want to go for a drive for a bit. Um, and you were like... And a walk. Yeah, you were like, no, I've got work to do afterwards. And I was like, no, let's just go for a quick walk. And you rolled your eyes because you were captive in my car and then you didn't know. And then you turned around in the park and I proposed to you and you were shook and then i made i made a, a really nice meal for you which is the same meal that we had today uh, yesterday it's for valentine's it's yeah. an iconic meal that it's, we only had three times in our lives yeah and it's a combination of all of his favorite things to eat for, for starters he loves canapes so i make him canapes he loves spaghetti bolognese so i make him spaghetti bolognese and for dessert um cookie dough ice cream cookie dough with ice cream and you make all that so i make that so it's an odd combination i'd say is it no it's not really and everything's got a desi twist as well yeah obviously so my spaghetti bolognese has garam masala in it sorry but not sorry at all sorry but not sorry okay you get the lyric wrong over there but anywho okay you proposed and now i had i turned around because it's a place where we like to walk and i turned around and i did like a face full of like bombay mix and i was like oh my god like what it's happening. And I was like, yes, bitch. Really? And I remember when I was screaming outside the car. I was like, I'm engaged. <laughs> and it was like such a whirlwind of a few weeks, wasn't it? Yeah. It was just amazing. Yeah, I think we were one of the first of our sort of group of friends to get engaged. Because like then everyone and messages came flooding in. And then we had the engagement party. Yeah, we did that. Oh, it was so much fun. We had an outdoor engagement party because I wanted like a festival feel. Mm. And it was raining that day. We had to sit up in the rain, but we made it work. We had gazebos and... And yeah, and our friend and speakers. his partner helped us, who are no longer our thank friends. Thank you. <laughs> but thank you for your help. <laughs> you were reciprocated handsomely. And um, it was amazing. Mm. Everything was great. And then mm. from then, we were on to be married and cute and now we're like an old married couple yeah we are yeah now there's nothing else to look forward to i know apart from when we renew our vows we're doing that okay when i don't give a shit we'll you're all invited it. i want <laughs> everyone that's listening <laughs> yeah we're gonna charge an entry fee hey okay so this is the thing that i read where like people have to pay to come to a wedding so people charge their guests like my, some... my long pause there was a representation of how i felt about that yeah, like where they charge like 75 quid for someone to come to their wedding. Oh, do you remember that friend that we had where like... Uh... <laughs> I might cut that bit out. Okay, then you cut that bit out. Yeah, I don't want her to have any airtime. Yeah, actually true, cut that out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... I love how I'm, you're making me lead on everything with every note. I'm, I was the one who spoke about Valentine's Day. You know, I, I've, I'm, I'm the one that's led, I've led every single bit though. Wedding, that's what we were talking about, bitch. We were talking about renewing the vows. Okay, you haven't even you uh, you haven't even asked me how I want to renew our vows. How do you, little Miss Princess, mm-hmm. want to renew? I wouldn't say our vows. I would say your vows. Cause it's all about you. That's little Mrs. Princess. To Sorry. You. Wow. Uh, yeah. So how do I want to renew my vows? I want to um, renew our vows in Vegas in a really nice. Um, 
hotel would would like a better like I'd renew our vows on a balcony that like overlooks the city <laughs> or maybe New York but no Vegas I want to do it messy but I want to dress really nice and I want to wear like traditional South Asian costumes costumes outfits <laughs> I, I think New York because we can get Shaquita to do it for us oh oh Shaquita. I want Shaquita to be the audience minister Oh, yeah, she's an ordained min- is minister, she? isn't she? I don't yeah, lie about that. But that'd be so sickening, wouldn't it? Bitch, you can get ordained online. Yeah, but I want Shaquita to do it. Okay. So, Shaquita, if you're listening... I'm not renewing our vows in a drag bar. Who said that? You implied it heavily. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that. No, Shaquita can renew our vows. In Vegas. But, like, yeah, we'll fly her out to Vegas. How rich are we now, all of a sudden? Oh, New York. Bitch, get saving. <laughs> bitch, get, you get saving. I'm going to be cute over here. Remember? I'm the cute one. No, I want to... No, see? See? You're like, oh, re- re- renew okay, vows. Okay, let, let him have what he wants. You renew vows. It's all about you. And then you start tearing apart my ideas. And all of a sudden, we're getting married in hardware bar in New York City. <laughs> again. <laughs> okay. Okay, I apologize again. I don't this podcast like you. Episode. You don't love me. <laughs> I don't love you. And you can do you, boo. Wow, I'll be there. Just tell me where to be and when. Okay. Okay, is that good? Better. Good, Miley. We'll work on it. We will. Um, <laughs> that was a lovely love story, wasn't it? Yeah. Anywho. And you did something nice for me this Valentine's Day. You bought me flowers. Oh, yeah, I got flowers sent and to you, And you bought me I? chocolate truffles. Yeah. But the box came empty. Did it come empty? <laughs> or did you make it empty? I did not eat all of them in one go. Pig. And what else did you do? You did all sorts of nice things. Oh, I got you a nice card. I didn't really do much. I was just cute. Yeah, and also, like, we don't really, like, do do Valentine's Day in the sense that usually, like, because if you want to do something nice for your partner, don't wait for a day. Just do it anyway. But it's also nice to do it on Valentine's as well. Okay, fine. If you want to. Yeah. Do whatever you want. You do you, boo. That's all I'm going to say. And we are going to Amsterdam soon to continue this love celebration. Well, it's not yes. really continue a love celebration. Basically, uh, one of our good friends, me and her, we were, we're going to see Jonas Brothers in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Priyanka Chopra. Yes, and Priyanka Chopra. <laughs> and then Amri's hopped on and he's going to come with us for three nights as well. Um, as I a plus one, hopped on. I know. I haven't hopped anywhere. You, you guys have like practically hijacked me and and forced me to come. I'm really looking forward to going to the red light district. You've both together emotionally manipulated me to come, which means that if we're going to Amsterdam, if we're going to the red light district, then you know who's coming with us. Bushra, Lady Bushra. Of course she is. Of course she is. We need to pack her, don't we? <laughs> yeah, she's napping right now. But I'm looking forward to it. It should be good. What are you looking forward to in Amsterdam? Amsterdam's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to just sitting, really, in a coffee shop and just drinking coffee. Yeah, me too. Like, drinking cute teas and being cute and, like, the culture and stuff like that. And the friend that we're going with, she's really, really lovely and we always have really great conversations. She's I, okay. <laughs> Love you, girl. Yeah, you're okay. <laughs> she's like your annoying sibling, sibling, isn't she? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, ugh. And then when she's gone, you're like, oh, I miss you, bitch. No, anyway. she, is, she is an icon, not going to yeah, lie. Yeah, she is. She's lovely. She's so beautiful. Yeah, I know, I hate her. That is why I'm going on holiday with her. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be beautiful. She takes good pictures of us, though. Does she? Yeah. She's not taken good pictures of me before. Well, that's really difficult to do. But anywho, that's for another episode, <laughs> darling, isn't it? Bitch. No, yeah, so I'm looking forward to Amsterdam. I'm, like, it's, I, I love a good sit-down talk session kind of thing, and I think we'll have a lot of them with her. And because the airport that we're going from is like 20 minutes away from us, and the flight's one hour, it's really, really cute. Yeah. Yeah, it's like we just get there and it's, it's like, like oh, taking a bus. It's like literally, let's just pop down, pop over to the Sheffield. Yeah. You know, but hopefully it's a lot better than Sheffield. 
Why? What's wrong with Sheffield? Nothing wrong with Sheffield, everyone. <laughs> Have a good, it's because one time when I went, I went to see Queen and Adam Lambert with my friend. And we went there and Queen Adam Lambert was amazing. And we were looking for a night out. And we got in this taxi to this club that he wanted to go to. Mm. And it was like a dead end. This taxi driver, I felt like I was trapped and I was going to die. Yeah. And then we ended up in this bar and it was really run down. But the upstairs was sickening. But oh, it was just, yeah, Sheffield's just an interesting place. It, she, um, it wasn't it the meth capital of the country once? Meth? Yeah. I have no idea. It, there, the, Sheffield does have a few problems, I think, with like drugs and crimes and stuff, I think, potentially. But yeah, no, Sheffield is an interesting place. Like you go there and you feel threatened a little bit. But I've had some great times there. My brother used to go to university in Sheffield. Yeah, I've had some good times there as well at the same time. Mm. Because I'm sickening, so why wouldn't I? And had some great meetings there as well, actually. Wow, I bet you have. <laughs> some lovely encounters. No, actually, there was a guy who was obsessed with me from Sheffield, but... Um, I didn't pursue it because he was from Sheffield. Wow. There's a lie that he's making up in his head. I'm joking. Like, he's not even married. He doesn't yeah. have anyone. He's alone. <laughs> okay. I feel sorry for him. I think we've like kind of like really mishmashed this episode. I'm down. Yeah, but why not? Up, down, sideways and also sorts. Proper upscale, downscale, isn't it? Two things that I wanted to talk about. Upscale. <laughs> yes, our friend will get that. <laughs> that is an inside joke, guys. If you get it, just, you know, going to slide into our DMs and type in upscale, downscale. Do you know and what? you'll know what it's all about. If you don't get it, just slide into our DMs to, to, and just put upscale, downscale, and we're going to laugh. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Okay, so there's two topics which I wanted to talk about. The first one... Pop off. ...is Club Carly. Oh, yeah. We talked about that a little bit, but yeah, that was, that was amazing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like this episode has gone up, down, sideways, and everything. Upscale, downscale. We should have spoken about that because that was. I mean, that is a, really a milestone to be able to do a live event was absolutely phenomenal. How was it for you, girl? Um, stressful planning, mm. doing all that whilst balance. People forget we have jobs. Yeah, <laughs> like I've had messages. People like, yeah, we do work, girl. It was stressful, but it was amazing and like. It was a great time because we've done it and we learned a lot from the first time doing it as well, yeah. which was amazing. So I can't wait to do it again and like keep finessing what we do. Yeah, it was. That was. Uh, is that? It, oh gosh, can't speak today. It was our first event. Yeah, first live event. We put in so much time and effort mm -hmm. into making it a success, and it was. You know, the place was packed. It was full. People loved the performances, the entertainment, the show that we put on, and the people that we worked with. It was it was just so great, and uh, I really am looking forward to doing the next one, whenever and wherever that may be. But if whenever, you guys want us to do one live, just give us a shout, and uh, I will get my best sari on, and I'm ready. But it was so much fun, and it was so good to be able to perform in front of a crowd. I don't know how I did it, really, but it felt right. It felt like I I was home. What I've realised though is that like I. I think some of my jokes are like either really dad-like or just really offensive. I don't know what you think. I'm I'm down for all that. It's fun, isn't it? Yeah. Make it offensive. People, we, we are living in an era where people are the really afraid, of... aren't they, yeah. to get on that. I struggle with that because I, I say whatever's on my mind, by and large. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh. But with, with comedy in general, you're meant to push the envelope, aren't you? Mm. That's the whole point and not take it too seriously. So push it, push it, push it to the limit. Push it, push it. And um, no, but what I found was with the live event is um, 
it all just went so fast and like i was like was i there did it happen it didn't, i didn't feel present yeah is that yeah. weird no me neither me neither it was it was crazy it was crazy so i'm looking forward pace. to doing something like again and like i think i'd feel more grounded and present in the moment yeah yeah hopefully for sure for sure. No, but it was, it, was great. it was fantastic. So thank you, Club Gali. Yeah. And if you've been to Club Gali, go and check it out. And who knows, you might see us there again one day. If you're lucky enough. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Okay, Amir, I think we are ready to wrap things up. We are. You can follow us on Instagram at you don't love me underscore podcast. That is you don't love me underscore podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at YDLM underscore podcast. That is YDLM underscore podcast. podcast. Hashtag YDLM podcast. Like us on Facebook at YDLM podcast with no underscore in between. That's mm-hmm. YDLM podcast. Go to Distash World and watch our interview. You can, there's a link to YouTube on it. Like, comment, subscribe everywhere. Tell your friends. Have a good time and be cute. Stay yeah. sickening. Thank you. Uh, yeah, happy Valentine's Day, guys. Stay safe. We love you. We are all family. And until next time. Bye. Goodbye.